Hey, everybody. Welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a bonus episode of Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And today we're discussing Color My World with Love, which originally aired on Sunday, June 12th on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. This was not part of the Summer Nights lineup, even though it airs right in the middle of summer lineups. It's technically a bonus original. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's so let's let's explain why we're choosing this movie over the Saturday night movie, which was I Caribbean Nights. Is that what it was called? I think it's Caribbean Summer. <gasps> Why is that title throwing me so I don't bad? know. You really want to rename it. I know. I know. I know. I know. Which I heard really good things about. I have not watched it. And quick five-second review. You did watch... Hidden uh, Gems. Hidden Gems. And? Liked it a lot. Shocker, right? <laughs> I don't. Did you see it or no? I didn't because as soon as we decided not to review it, I just took it off my list. I'm yeah. I, I understand. I actually thought it was pretty good. <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah, and our Facebook group is reporting, as you said, Caribbean Summer also great. When we were discussing what to record, Wendy just said I would prefer this one. I agree. Mostly because I wanted to see how Hallmark would do it. Yeah, that too. And I just really was excited for like, you know, a different kind of movie. So, yeah, we have really been enjoying the movies and mysteries movies. And I like the different sort of focus they often have. Although I would say this was fairly traditionally hallmarky. I'm enjoying the slightly different spin we get over on movies and mysteries. I agree. And I have a note about that later on. Okay, cool. All right, cool. So you want me to read a synopsis? I do. Okay. Emma's daughter Kendall becomes engaged, but Emma is concerned because Kendall and her new fiancé, Brad, have Down syndrome. And Emma worries she's not ready to take this next step. Here we go. Stars Lily D. Moore, Erica Durant, Benjamin... Say that last name for me. Ayers? Ayers? I have a hard time with that one. And David DeSantis. I love how you say, I have a hard time with that one, as if that's the only name that trips you up. I, every name trips me up. Seriously. Um, Why can't I'm they not... just be like Olsen or Smith, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I got those. Hey, let's do some news and notes. And I have a couple Hallmark news and notes. Very exciting. Very, very exciting. One dropped into my inbox this morning as I was sitting down to record this. This is Hot off the deadline presses. Do you want to hear this? Sure. (laughs) No, I think I know what it is because I shared it on our Facebook this morning, too. But go ahead. Oh, you probably did. I think. Um, So Hallmark has greenlit an original (laughs) primetime series. Yes. It's before I tell you, to me, I read the synopsis. I'm like, oh, this is like the Hallmark Yellowstone. Oh, did you read my Facebook update today? No, I did not. I have not been on Facebook. I've been doing camp drop-off. Oh, my gosh. One mind. I, seriously, I think that's exactly what I wrote. I go, is this Yellowstone, but make it Hallmark? That's so funny. <laughs> um, for those who have not seen our Facebook post, um, Ride is a multi-generational family drama that follows the lives of the Murrays as they struggle to keep their ranch afloat. Uh, I could I could get in on this. Uh, me too. I wish it doesn't say who is attached to it yet, though. Do, do they like actor wise? No, it talks about the executive producers. Who would you like to see ideally in this? 
Oh, you know, I think um, Tyler Hines could play a rancher in a heartbeat. Oh, 100%. Oh, my God. I hadn't even thought about him. I mm-hmm. think, oh, my gosh, I can picture her, and I can't think of her name. Nick, Nikki Deloach. Oh, she'd be great, too. Would be yep. great in this. Mm-hmm. What about you? I think you pretty much nailed it. Those are those are good options. Hey, thanks. Hey, let's start a Twitter campaign for that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tyler and Nikki. I'm into it. Hallmark Yellowstone. I'm never going to remember the name of that show because that's all I'm going to call it. I think it's called Ride. Yes. Yeah. Good job. Also, in Hallmark news, Christmas in July is coming next mm-hmm. month, obviously. Mm-hmm. Although, Hallmark is trying to stretch it because I don't know if you saw during the airing of this movie that we're about to review, there were previews for Merry Movie Marathon mm-hmm. that starts June 23rd. Yeah, on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Ah, that makes sense. All right. Yeah. And I got to tell you, you know, I'm a Christmas movie hater. For, did you get you excited? Know, I kind of did. Wow. <laughs> I was like, I think I could totally settle in on a hot summer night and watch a Christmas movie. Well, look, my husband was so excited. He's like, please set those to record. And then I have more Christmas in July news. We have a post on our website about what to expect for Christmas in July. Um, Hallmark has kind of been like, slowly leaking out information via previews as opposed to press release. But Mm -hmm. Christmas in July 2022 will have not one, not two, but three original brand new movies. That's exciting. We had one last year, Crashing Through the Snow. You did not watch that. I did. I thought it was great. But one of the Christmas in July movies is Christmas in July themed. Am I yelling? I am. I'm so excited. Uh, who's in that? Do you know? Have oh, they gosh. said? I could probably pull it up. Might be the one with Corbin Blue. Hold on. I like him. High School Musical. The answer to your question, Campfire Christmas, which is the Christmas in July movie, stars Tori Anderson and Corbin Blue from, as you mentioned, High School Musical. Campfire Christmas. That sounds so cute. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are we reviewing those? I think we should make an effort to review the three An effort. Ones. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, our travel schedules don't overlap, so we're not out of town at the same time, which means that one of us is out of town a lot mm-hmm. this summer. So we'll do what we can, guys. Yeah, for sure. If you have one you would prefer, like your, which one do you really want us to review? Because if it's not Campfire Christmas, keep it to yourself. Yeah, well, just shoot <laughs> us an email. We are looking at emails, Wendy at gmail.com. So let we us are. know what, 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 you, what we should review. All right, let's do regular news and notes for Color My World with Love. All right, I don't have a whole lot. I found that there's not a lot of information about this movie outside of this movie. In in many facets. Like, usually I like to dig into the tweets, and that's where I get some, like, juicy tidbits to share later on. Mm -hmm. There wasn't a lot of that. There were a lot of tweets about it, but it was like, I love this movie. I love this movie. It wasn't like, here's a fun fact about the making of this movie. So I agree with you. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'll start first. Lily D. Moore, she plays uh, Kendall in this movie. She has over 23 acting credits, tons of small stuff, but also several episodes. She plays Rebecca on the Netflix hit Never Have I Ever. She was also in an episode of Freeform's Single Drunk Female, which I haven't seen. Have you? No. Hmm, I might have to check that out. And um, she has two current projects in post-production. So she is a regular working actress who I also saw is attending Clemson in the fall. I didn't see that. I love that. Um, I also have about Lily D. Moore. She was in a campaign for Somersault, the swimwear company. Mm. And they did a campaign that featured um, real people, although all of them celebrities in their own right they were actors they were influencers they were athletes there were writers lots of body diversity and she was the grand marshal of the georgia special olympics yay side note about somersault bathing suits great bathing suits if you need a quality bathing suit Mm -hmm. definitely check them out i'll leave a link (laughs) good stuff here i'm on my third summer with one Oh, check you out. Mm-hmm. Um, Erica Durant's, uh, Durant's, I don't know, North to Home on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, which was that this year? I don't know. Mm. I think that might have been a Christmas movie, actually. No, I think it was a earlier this year movie that we didn't watch. Oh, gosh. Sorry. From movies she and Mysteries. Also in Open by Christmas from 2021, which mm-hmm. I liked. Me too. Yes, she plays best friend Simone. Open by Christmas. She was, she was great. All I just remember, she was always in a plaid, a plaid button down shirt. <laughs> oh, that's right. Always that's funny. I just I can see the visual now. All right, let's talk about your boyfriend Ben. Well, you know, I I will say that Benjamin Ayers has an IMDb full of more shows that I've never heard of than any actor I've ever looked up in all of our time doing Girls Gone Home. Really? Like, I was what? like, never heard of this, never heard of this. Let me just do a little quiz and you tell me if you've heard of some of these shows. I was a little disappointed because I was like, Benjamin, I'm your biggest champion. Give me more to work with. He has 88 acting credits. The Bad Seed Returns. No. Apparently there's a remake of The Kids in the Hall. I have heard of that. Didn't know it was being remade. Mm -hmm. Detention Adventure. No. The Chronicle Mysteries. No. That's a TV show. No. Uh, He was in Cranberry Christmas, a movie that I love. Burden of Truth. Nope. Best Intentions. Nope. Canadian Strain. No. Lie Exposed. No. Baroness Von Sketch. Where are show. these? Where are these airing at? I've I'm telling you, none of those. Not this one. is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. It's a lot. I mean, he was in an episode of Schitt's Creek. He was in an episode of The Good Doctor. He was in several episodes of Suits. It's not that he's completely unheard of, but I'm telling you, justice for Benjamin. I've never heard of any of that stuff. To be fair, he has been working. He has five credits in 2022 alone, and we're only halfway through the year. So he's working. He's 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 out there. Um, I just love him. Can we talk about another Wowie Zowie from this movie, though? Okay. This is a sneak Wowie Zowie, and that is director Peter Benson. Did you happen to look at his IMDb? No. Peter Benson is a Wowie Zowie. He has... Hold up. Go ahead. I'm Googling. 147 acting credits, 
but he also has 10 directing credits, including The Santa Stakeout and Sweet Carolina. Really? Mm-hmm. Wait, wowie zowie. Hold up. Is he in the Babysitter's Club? He was in the Babysitter's Club, yes. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Wait a minute. Wait a dang minute. Didn't you say that Benjamin Ayers was in a movie called What an Idiot? Well, that sounds like one of those ridiculous titles I just said. Okay, well, it was directed by this dude. Maybe that's how they met. Well, you sure have a type. I know. They do look alike. There's a photo of them together on Twitter. And yeah, what can I say? I like what I like. <laughs> okay. You can't. He's a he's an attractive man. He is. I'm not denying that. Okay. I'm just saying you have a type. You like him tall, dark, and handsome. <laughs> right? Welcome to the club, Peter Benson. We'll put you on the next shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just directors we like. <laughs> Paul Campbell and uh oh wait he's a writer damn I don't know whatever okay there's dudes of Hallmark does not have to mean actors they're uh, he's a dude of Hallmark I really hope my next bit of news and note is gonna blow your mind okay what go go one of the writers of this movie do you know where I'm going no I'm so glad is a man by the name of I'm now I'm going to pull a Wendy. I tried really hard. <laughs> I think up. it's Shanian. Uh-huh. Are you sure it's not Shane? It's Tori Spelling's first husband. What? Wait a minute. He's a writer in this movie? Yep. Hold on. I'm Tori Spelling's first husband, that dark-haired guy? Charlie Shanahan? Okay, the way it is spelled yeah, his, name is, his name is Charlie Shanahan. <laughs> That's not how you spell it. S-H-A-H-N-A-I-A-N? Yeah, Shanahan. Yeah. There's no... There needs to be another H. I don't know. I don't know. I always thought it was Charlie Shanahan, though. Yeah, that is her first husband. They were, like, married for, like, just a hot minute. Not very long. Yeah. Right. Anyway, Mich- that, that Mich- did not quite get the reception I was hoping, but I thought uh-huh. that was very exciting news. That is exciting news. That's so interesting. Like, I didn't... World does he, colliding. Does he write movies? Oh, he, yeah, not he's many. Got a, uh, he's he's got one of three writers. The other two don't have anything interesting to say about them. I'm sure they're lovely people. They don't have, like, a 90s pop culture tie-in for me, is all I'm Got saying. it. That dude that was once married to Tori Spelling. Right? Got it. Got it. Send me fun facts about yourselves, writers of Hallmark movies. I'd love mm-hmm. to share them. Do you have any more news and notes about this movie? Uh, just that it was filmed in Maple Ridge and the greater Vancouver area of British Columbia, Canada. Shocker, right? And oh, just a, this is just a total side note. But as of the recording of this episode, which the movie aired last night, Color My World with Love has an 8.5 out of 10 rating on IMDb. Nice. No reviews yet. Okay. I'll take it, though. Which I I would hope. Like, I would hope, you know, the worst of the worst people leave reviews on IMDb. Uh, mm Mm-hmm. And if they would... This was a sweet movie. If you're coming with bad reviews that Hallmark is woke, you have issues. Yeah. 
I do have one more news and note. Um, Karen Krupper plays Kendall's grandmother. She's not listed on IMDb. I actually would like to discuss that later. Um, but she was also in A Timeless Christmas, You, Me, and the Christmas Trees with Wowie Zowie Benjamin Ayers, oh. The Wedding Veil, and, wait for it, Unreal. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Look at Hallmark actors are either in Unreal or they're in that other Once show that I never time. watched. Once Upon a Time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's talk first impressions. Would you like to go first? Mine is in the form of a question. Okay. Is it weird that the parents of the couple that just got married are now coupling up themselves? They're not the parents of them, so I don't think it's weird. They are the parents. Benjamin Ayers is not the parent of this child. He is a family friend. What? His parents are dead. I completely missed that part of the movie. I thought David's parents are dead. Six pack. I thought he had a wife that and they had this baby. And his name's not David. His name is Brad, first of all. His his real name is David. Oh, that's why I did that. Uh, (laughs) Brad's parents are dead. Oh, I thought Brad's mom peaced out at six months or whatever, or six years or... Okay, sorry. I must have been scrolling on my phone. Don't get mad. Okay, think... then that's not weird then. <laughs> <laughs> but would it have been weird? Um, I... No. Okay. I mean, they're not related. Coincidental, okay. maybe. Like, oh, okay. but... Yeah. All right. What's your first impression? Let's pretend May never happened. Hallmark is back. Oh, but this is Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. It doesn't matter. It's all the same umbrella. (laughs) Crown Media is back. Doesn't have the same ring to it. Fine. Yes, May was a bunch of stinkers. Here we go. Uh, Let's talk about what you liked about Color My World with Love. Hey, I liked Brad's collection of quippy t-shirts. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I have some words about that later. <laughs> uh, the homie with the extra chromie. Did it remind you of another Girls Gone Hallmark callback? Uh, FOMO? Neighbor Allen and his oh, dad shirts yeah, 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 from yeah, 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 Date yeah. My Dad. Yes, I, I remember. I thought you were talking about... Uh, there was like a princess movie and her <laughs> shirt said Fear of oh, Missy yeah, Now. Yeah, and- yeah, yeah. <laughs> We laughed about it. Okay. Um, I, let me just talk about those shirts now. Mm-hmm. I hate gimmicky t-shirts. I just, I just, I hated them. I hate them. Why okay. did he have to wear a t-shirt that had, like, 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 I don't care about the, like, homie with the extra chromosome or whatever. Like, that's very cute. What I don't like is a t-shirt that looks like a tuxedo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But That's he likes I them. I know, but I I have high hopes for wardrobe and that bumps me out. So I liked that Hallmark made a movie with two lead actors who have Down syndrome. And yes, dude. in comparison to the movie called Heart of the Matter, where they hired a typical actor to play a character with intellectual disability. Like... I like that they redeemed themselves here. Agree. Um, it, like, that made me feel good. Yeah, I thought... Um, I agree with you. 
And to build on that, I think the casting from top to bottom was great. I loved the cast all around in this movie. Me too. Me too. Uh, Speaking of the cast, let me just, I know you mentioned her name earlier, the grandma. Karen Krupper. She rocked. She rocked. First of all, so gorgeous. I was like, oh, Mm. she's Mm. grandma. She, that's what I want to be. Like her skin looked great. Hair was great. Like. And best of all, she was like a grand grandmama bear. Yes, <laughs> great. Like, no one was gonna make Kendall feel less than, and she let it be known. Yeah, lucky us. We got the rudeness discount. I loved her. I liked that she was Kendall's cheerleader. Mm-hmm. Me too. What else did you like? Um. So I have something else to say about this storyline, but I liked the idea that Emma was finding her place in her career. Like she wasn't just like, well, I'm I'm guessing 40 something years old. I don't know if that's ever addressed. And I'm just going to like she wasn't too late. She was like, I'm going to reinvent myself. I'm going to take the next steps. I'm going to move on and create this life that I want. Now, I do have more to say about that. So. Don't flame me because it's not a perfect storyline, but I did like that idea. So, so I have it something more to say about that as well. Yeah. Anything else, my dear? Um, I liked when Emma gave Kendall's dad the business and he was like, I don't even own a tie. And she's like, then Todd buy one like pull your head straight out of your ass and go buy a tie for your daughter's wedding what dipshit can't go down to Kohl's and grab a tie like like $12 at TJ Maxx my gosh (laughs) like he owns a home but he doesn't own a tie like I was like what's happening and did you see he came late he showed up like right in the nick of time this guy sucks (laughs) totally She shows up and he's like, kids are messy. She's like, not all of your kids, actually. Yeah, that guy was a real piece of work. Hey, what'd you wish for? Um, Okay. I thought it was very obvious how this story was going to play out. Yes. Um, I wished that Emma wasn't like this anxious mom i just feel like we've seen like maybe this story especially when it comes to um characters who have special needs you know i don't i don't know what would have been a better direction like yes you could have like a parent who's like super supportive and like rah rah cheerleader but then like you have no tension you know then you have Uh no so i i don't know i don't know Well, look, Kendall's 22 years old. This is not her first experience with having to leave her in the care of others. She's obviously had this job for a while, and it seems like the dad hasn't been involved. So she's probably had to always work in some capacity. It seems like she should have had time to come to terms with being comfortable with other people, including her own mother, Mm -hmm. being responsible for Kendall's well-being. And... I wanted her to get out of her own way. Silence your cell phone when you're at work. You're like, these are things that every parent has to deal with at some point, regardless of the needs of your child, like leaving your child. But 
you cannot tell me that after 22 years, you haven't learned to just turn your phone off and not answer every single text message you get mm-hmm. all day, every day at work. Mm-hmm. Um, you're an adult and you can't see like how this is reflecting. Your boss is trying to talk to you. You want this promotion and you keep looking at the text messages on your phone. I wanted to smack it out of her hands. <laughs> and I say this as the mother of a teenager whose phone I regularly want to just run over with my car. Mm-hmm. So perhaps I was projecting a little bit, but... Get out of your own way. Mm. Speaking of uh, Emma mm. and her work, mm-hmm. I I thought this was like a low-level storyline, like not necessary, her wanting a promotion at work. But, but now that you had mentioned earlier about like, oh, a woman in her 40s is now like not reinventing herself, but now has like the opportunity to pursue something that she's passionate about mm-hmm. like i get that but i just felt like why is this necessary to the story well i feel like it was necessary because it gave her somewhere to direct her energy she spent all this time running her daughter's life and we're moving to a place where her daughter is finally going to get a little bit of independence and it's not just leaving her in the lurch she has this other thing to invest her life in well, maybe I was projecting. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I was having, you know, my, my daughter is uh, now headed to high school in the fall and there were four short years will be gone to college, hopefully. Yep. And what am I going to do with myself then? I don't know. Uh, you know, I was more seeing it as like, I'm a woman in my 40s as well. And I like the idea that you can start something now. Like, it doesn't need to be like, if you haven't done it already, it's too late, and now you're just Mm going to, this is your life for the rest of your life. I like the idea that, hey, I can now be this great interior designer, even though I didn't start at 21. That's totally fair. But can we talk about her projects? They were super DIY, dude. For sure. Maybe it was because he didn't have a budget that she had to go super DIY. I thought that little apartment looked cute in the end. I mean, it wasn't blowing my mind. It was no Jeff Lewis design. (laughs) Yes. Which, why? by the way, I just saw a commercial for a new show for him on some Amazon. Freebie. What the heck is that? I mean, it's it's on Prime. If you go to Prime, it's there and it just like takes you. But it's basically Amazon Prime with commercials, which is kind of annoying if you're an Amazon Prime paying person. Like you still have to watch commercials. But um, yeah, it's. Hollywood house lift. Mm-hmm, Look, I'm mm-hmm. a Jeff Lewis fan. Watched every episode of Flipping Out. I listened to his radio show. Big fan. Um, and it was fun to see him back. And it's all celebrities. You watched it already? I've watched the first episode. Oh, well, I might have to. I mean, I just saw a commercial. Not a commercial. I think I saw an ad on Instagram or something somewhere. Yeah, the first three episodes are out. Well, Hex, today has written itself. Back to the movie here. Yeah. I, I thought it was kind of slow. Uh, yeah. I got a little bored, I gotta say. Maybe just because, like, I knew, like, what was gonna happen. So, like, I don't know. I don't know. I I didn't find it as slow as other movies we've watched. I didn't find it unwatchably slow. Okay. Um, what do, what do you think about the idea of Kendall and Brad getting married so quickly? It kind of made me uncomfortable. You know, that's so funny because... Emma was kind of knocked for trying to push back the wedding, but they had not been dating for that long. Exactly. So I don't think it was unreasonable for her to be like, look, 
feel this out. I would encourage any of my children to spend some time getting to know the person that they would like to marry and to not rush into marriage because Mm -hmm. certain things about yourself and the person you're with are only going to reveal themselves with time. So there's no rush. Be together. Yeah, I didn't I didn't quite understand other than they wanted to have like this fairy tale wedding moment at the end of this movie, but we can still like, fast forward the magic of movie making. It's six months right? later. Right. Yeah, six months later, two years later, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I just thought it was like let these people learn how to navigate their relationship, you know. Yes. Because they have this big like fight. And I mean, not that people who have been together a long time don't fight. Right, but you who's been married 20 years and who often still fights with her husband. But, like, you learn how to communicate better. Yeah, and you learn how you deal with conflict and if that's something that works for you and if your conflict styles can mesh, which is a very real thing that you may not realize until you're in a relationship that you both kind of need to understand how the other person processes conflict. So, yes, Mm -hmm. I agree. I did not. When she said, like, oh, it's going to take six months to make this wedding dress, I thought, well, yeah, they should be engaged for a while anyway. They hardly know each other. Totally. Totally. You have anything else you wish for? So I do. Mm. I have two that aren't actually knocks against the movie, just things I would like to say. The first is... The IMDb page is an embarrassment. Mm-hmm. There are only six actors listed, and even Grandma Karen Cripper is missing, as are all of Kendall and Brad's friends. Wow. Um, it feels like a lazy job. And I know the IMDb platform is not user-friendly, but I have looked at more IMDb pages for Hallmark movies. I know it is possible. Just get them linked in there. It cannot be that hard to link in the actors. No. It felt lazy. Okay. The last thing I want to say is, um, and this is not a knock against this movie, because I do applaud Hallmark's representation here. I do think Hallmark is taking steps in the right direction to make their channel more representative of what the world itself looks like. In a perfect world, what I would like to see is someone like Lily James playing a character like she plays in Never Have I Ever. Lily James? No, 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 no. (laughs) It's not Lily James. Lily (laughs) Moore. Lily James is what, Pam Anderson? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Lily D. Moore Mm -hmm. playing a character like the character she plays in Never Have I Ever. In Never Have I Ever, she plays the sister. She doesn't play my sister with Down syndrome and these are all of the struggles in her life. Yes. This is how we do representation. Now, is this movie important? Yes. Is this a reality? Yes. But representation exists when people of all different lifestyles and body shapes and sizes and skin colors and relationship styles exist in the world, not exist in the world as this is my gay uncle and this is how my family is reacting to that. Yeah. It's like with an asterisk. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I get it. So... Just something to think about. Just mm-hmm. p- different people exist in the world, um, not just as their descriptors. It's not like Lily D. Moore, person with Down syndrome. It's Lily mm-hmm. D. Moore, quippy best friend. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all I got for things okay. that I wished for. We didn't talk about this. What did, what did you think about the chemistry between uh, Emma and, and I know his name's not Ben, what what the heck is his name in the movie? But what did you think about their chemistry? You know what's funny is if you look at his IMDb, it doesn't even say his name in the movie. 
Oh, maybe he didn't have one. Hey, Megan here, popping in post-recording while I'm editing, and wanted to say that Benjamin Ayer's character does have a name, and it is Nick. This is how lazy it is. None of the actors' names are listed on IMDb. Yeah. Malika Jackson is listed as Officer. I think I'm a Benjamin Ayers apologist, and I just like him so much that I create chemistry, even if there isn't any. So if there wasn't chemistry between them, I wouldn't have noticed. I liked them together. I thought they were nice together, too. Oh, it was like it was like a comfortable chemistry. Like yeah. they were very friendly. And I got to tell you, I did like at the end when she was like very forward about like, I was expecting a kiss. I don't remember the line yeah. in particular, but I was like, this is why I like movies on Hallmark movies and mysteries. Oh, here's two more things that I liked. And I'm sorry, I'm going out of order. But in regards to their relationship, two quick things. One, they're at the anniversary party and someone's asking them like, yeah how do you two know each other? Who are you? And she was like, we're two friends who were trying to figure out who they are to each other publicly. And I was like, that's such a real thing. Cause you're like, mm-hmm. who, who are we to each other? And then when he comes to her and she's building the table underneath and she goes like, I'm just going to get right back under the table. And he kind of gives her a look. She's like, I didn't mean anything by it. Like, Hey, thanks, Hallmark, for that little innuendo. Very, mm-hmm. very, like, light-handed. It's still Hallmark-friendly, yeah. but I appreciated it. Okay. Okay, I have two Digicies that's. I only have one. I bet we have one of the same ones. Okay, you go ahead first. Um, There's real music in this movie. Oh, yeah. No, I don't have that, but I did notice that at the end. I love that. Best day of my life. Played at the end. I thought that was fun. Good job, oh. Hallmark. I, this just reminded me, like... What did you think about when they would do that? I don't even know what it's called. Process on the TV where it made it look like it was a painting. Oh, the scene. You yeah. Know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. I, didn't, I didn't like when they did that. Yeah, I don't. I wasn't. I didn't really understand like what was happening. I didn't quite get like it she's painting a picture. So why don't you just show me the painting? I don't know. It was weird. They did it at the end, too, when they were dancing or whatever. It was just... Mm. I don't know. I didn't... Well, the tie-in with the movie title, I guess. I guess. Pick a better movie title. Hallmark fully spoiled the end of this movie with a commercial during the movie. Oh, is there a wedding scene? Yes! Oh, they totally show funny. Kendall. Like I don't know. I think it was just like movies this summer or whatever. And they show a scene of Kendall in the wedding gown. And this is like before we knew Brad proposed. And I was like, um, oh. they just totally spoiled this movie. I mean, it wasn't like, it didn't like make that big of a difference, but <laughs> it was just weird. Yeah. Okay. Wardrobe. I talked about how Brad shirts I did not like. But, but there was a scene when they go to that party at, you know, for the grandparents, like, anniversary or whatever. And Kendall's all dressed up. And she's got a leather jacket on. And it is so incredibly constricting. Like, it looks so small on her. And I was like, they did not do that girl any justice. Like, she couldn't even move. Oh, I did not notice. It was just, it was just funny. I liked (laughs) the skirt she was wearing to that party. Yeah, so it was like a cute skirt, and then she had like a leather jacket on, but it was like zipped up and tight. It was like super tight on her. I was like, come on. Yeah, and why do you think she didn't try on the wedding dresses? I don't know. Why do you think? I don't know. She just held them up. And then they pick her wedding dress 
that she just holds up. She never tries it on. I I don't know why. The only thing I can think is maybe they didn't have enough time to film the scene and getting in and out. And so it was just easier to like hold them up and do the yay or nay for that montage scene. I don't know. But Poss- possibly. I bumped on it. You may have noticed our schedule around here is a little wacky, but don't worry. We are not going away. We still have an episode every Tuesday. We had a brand new episode this week. It was a mini episode all about meal planning. If you need some help with your summer meals, give it a listen. We have another episode next Tuesday. And then I believe our next Hallmark movie. What do you think? Two tickets to paradise, Wendy? Probably. Uh, BTW, we did not rate this movie yet. You are right. <laughs> I do have a rating. What okay. did you rate this movie? Three point seven five. Me too. Oh my god! <laughs> That's exactly what I rated. I thought it was a good movie. Yeah, I, th- I enjoyed it. Like me too. I, you know, it wasn't perfect, but it was a it was a good 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 family movie. It was better than I anticipated it would be. Actually, yeah. Me too. I've been burned by Hallmark a little bit lately. I agree. Hey, if you like Hallmark movies, we encourage you to join our Facebook group, which is Girls Gone Hallmark on Facebook. If you like us, we encourage you to review this podcast in the Apple Podcasts or Spotify app. We love your five-star ratings and reviews. They help other people find our podcast. Tell your friends, if you really love this podcast, send them a link. And until next time, happy watching. Goodbye. Bye.